All right, here we are. Welcome back to the Rich Life Projects. Today, one of the champions, close friend, uh, Hugh Greenwood. Welcome, brother. Kung Fu Carrot. What's Ooh. happening, my brother? <laughs> 100%, brother. You've been well? I've been very well, mate. It's been... Um You've been trying to track me down. I've been a bit MIA. I'll tell you we're, what. We're, yeah, I know. I was saying, who's worth out of, out of Coddy and I? Jeez, um, I reckon I'll put my hand up lately. I'll tell you what, here we are. You, you are the <laughs> hardest bloke. And I thought, does this uh, do not answer me back? Does he actually like me anymore? Oh, <laughs> we go way back, you and I. 100%, 100%. Back to the old uh, Melbourne and Kyle Noak days. and. Coddy. <laughs> Over the old Albuquerque. We got some stories. We got oh, some stories. We can't say too much on here, them, but... but. Uh, but uh, but how are things going in life generally uh, at present, my friend? Good, mate. We um, our season's all winded down now, so just um, basically anything you would meant to do during the season, I just push back to that first month. So any sort of appointments, any sort of meeting, any sort of stuff, I push yep. back, push back. So all the boring stuff, getting my licenses changed over, getting oh, my rego done, doing do all that, that sort myself. of garbage. Um, mixing that in with quality family time. I've got the two yeah. kids now, which keep me busy, but got through that first month and now yeah. we're um, it's feet up for the next couple of months. So hanging out, mate, but life's good. Just uh, just taking it easy for the next couple of months, eh? Making it very You're not travelling away yeah. or anything for like holiday or just. Oh, well, we'd normally duck off to the States, yeah, yeah. as you know, but we just bought a house. So we're doing a few little things to the house. Okay. Um, and then if we've got time, we'll take off. But oh, to be honest, I'm just dreading taking two kids under two or two and a half and one and a half. Putting them on a plane for Mate. twenty odd hours just gives me as long major as it just anxiety. annoys everyone else on the plane. Who cares? <laughs> oh, I know, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I don't care. That could be yeah. Just let them run up and down the aisles. Not be that parent, but oh, just the very active. I've got a boy and a girl. A little boy is very active, yeah. as you would know. And little girls just she's walking and running amok. She doesn't sit yeah, still. Right. So that I'll put, if I can continue to put it off, I will until, until yeah, next year. But it's inevitable. Right. Wow, crazy stuff. Let's go back. Let's go back to early life for the uh, Huey Greenwell. Born in Hobart. God's country. Oh, yep. Tasmania. I've been to Hobart once. I, I I say I've been to Hobart once and it was a beautiful place. Yeah. It was very How, cold. Yeah. Very what, cold yeah. back then. But um, What were you doing down there? I think I went to like an MMA okay. uh, fight night yeah. and I thought, oh, I'll go down there, Tasmania, have a bit of a look around. And, and I uh, we went to Hobart, but then we trekked. Outside the city a little yeah, bit, beautiful. But um, yeah, just, I don't know. It just seemed like really clean air. Yeah, well, down funny there. you say that. Cleanest air in the world. Is that's it? That's a fact. Yes, really. There's a, there's a spot like down the, the I did not coast. See that that in my fact the, sheet, the, actually. That's the clearest air. Really. In the world. This is a few years ago, but yeah, do you know Tazzy Brown? Do you know Tazzy Brown? I don't know. No, he's a boxer. He's um, oh, he's trained a lot of guys. Yeah, yeah. Tazzy Brown. Trains, yeah. I think uh, he's Luke flown Jackson. up to. Yeah, yeah. No, he lives in Melbourne. He had a gym in Port Melbourne. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. brother would know probably more the Tazzy yeah, yeah, Brown yeah. into the boxing scene. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but yeah. that name does ring a bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he go. was. Yeah, he was. There's a few a few guys, old guys, um, who I think fly up from Tazzy. Got yeah. boxes, and they fly up for some shows. I sort of cross paths with. So yeah, but um, so Tazzy grew up. The family's all in the sport. Yeah. Dad's water polo. Dad's water polo, yep, yep. He was- Mum um, was basketball. Mum's basketball, that's where that Sister started. was basketball. Sister was basketball, yep. And the grandfather's VFL back in the day back for the Melbourne. Day. Yeah. And yep. won three premierships. Yeah, he's got that over me. He had he played 99 games, so I finally pipped him there this year. I played, finally played my 100th, but he had, he's got three flags to, to zero, <laughs> yeah, so I've got so a bit of work to he's do. He's probably thinking, oh, well, you can play as many as you want, mate. He's got three right. flags. He's got three flags, so um, yeah, he did pretty well. Um, yeah, so back, back, yeah, back when it was the yeah, VFL, yeah. VFL, AFL for Melbourne in the fifties. So he's got those three over me. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then growing up, obviously, uh, in Tassie, AFL. 
obviously you done junior football back yep. in the day, like um, because obviously you were at basketball at one stage, but then went back. You now you're at starting at the football. Yes, yeah, so footy was first love. Um, it wasn't I'd, too bad at it, I, I believe. All, yeah, I just, you know, up and up, Tassie, up and just up a big fish. No, a big fish in a small pond in, in Tassie. In Tassie. Um, I, I had to get an exemption to, I did Kick for two years, started young and had to get an exemption to play under sevens um, and then sort of didn't look back. I mean, my first ever Kick, mum took me along with a, with a pair of shorts that had pockets and I just stood there with my hands in my pockets the whole time. So we went straight from there to the shopping centre to get a proper pair of footy shorts. So I'd actually do and participate in the drills. Anime pie. Uh, anime, yeah, anime, anime pie. pie actually, the shopping yeah, yeah, anime pie, the shopping centre. Um, but f- I just loved, loved footy. Um, we were the Lord at our cats. So fell in love with the Geelong cats. So oh, that was my team. That, that was my team. Just oh, got on the cats. Quietly just pumping I your fist on bit, Saturday. Yeah, I was. I was pretty excited. What do you, what'd you, um, what'd you think of that game? Yeah, it was. It was, it was crazy. You want to just massive. But us, Geelong were that good for that. Yeah. Like, like they did it. Well, they did it to us. A few teams did it to us throughout the year, but they were doing yeah. it to everyone each week. Like they were just so good. Yeah, yeah. And like they were just, that was, I didn't expect them to win by that much. No, like no. Sydney were, Sydney very good. I know, I know. And it was sad because it was like, yeah, what, you got a soft spot? what have you got a soft spot for? Are you Sydney? Doggies, or? mate. I'm no, in West, doggies, now you're West Marvel, Melbourne man. now, yeah, mate. Okay. I'm following <laughs> the doggies. Been following for years now. <laughs> nah, well, you know, I was you know, I was going to follow North Melbourne, but then uh, when I kept on singing out to you, yeah, and you didn't answer me. I was like, nah, no, I'm over down. the North Melbourne. I reckon, I reckon even Kirsten and the kids would have been yelling at me for the race, <laughs> and I still would have had my head down, mate. So I'd, yeah, I'd, no, I'd I'd I thought the doggies over the west side. I thought I'll I'll jump on the doggies bandwagon, but. As I, as I said earlier, it's just a matter of uh, just looking at the AFL and watching it. Yeah. It's just such a fast and great game. So I've, I've really been into that as well. Good. Uh, going Good through. Man. So you've done the junior footy mm-hmm. uh, and then you got you went out of junior footy to the AS, uh, AIS, AIS yep. uh, for basketball. What, what sort of give you that change as being a junior, loving the junior footy? And then going, oh, well, I'm going to, at this age or 2008, going, I'm going to go and play some basketball. Yeah. Um, wouldn't be the first, it won't be the first time in life that I had to make a decision, but it was the first one that I had to make. And um, I started playing basketball under 10s. I said to mum, I'd played footy and I was like, to mum was obviously the basketballer and yeah, we yeah. pretty in, into basketball and she was still playing at that at that stage. And yeah, true. I said to her, I was like, I'll, I'll play if you coach me. Yeah, right. Um, eh? And so we, we went cool. down, well, we went down to the local club, the yep. nearest one near us, um, rolled in and they said, sorry, we've got too many kids. You're going to have to go somewhere else. And I was, yeah, I was, I was pretty, pretty dejected. I was like, no, nah, I don't want to do it. And she's like, well, yeah, but I was like, I'll do it if you coach. She's like, all right. So we rolled down to the... So this local police academy, which had a basketball court and had like a couple of teams, really yeah. small, and said, "We'll get all your schoolmates here. We're going to make our own team." And oh wow, went yeah. From there, yeah, and we were yeah, all my best mates to this day are on that team. And really, what uh, uh, what was the team's name back then? Grenadiers, we were Grenadiers. The mighty Grenadiers. We were a fish, <laughs> and we had we were at the local police academy. We had these old uniforms that were way too big or either way too small. Um, and she went from yeah, she was just a coach. She ended up being president of the club, and she ended up. Um, life member of Tasmanian basketball for playing, but also with the admin stuff. Coaching so and she admin. loved yeah, it. Yeah, wow. so that's how that started. And so I played basketball, played footy, and I went to nationals, um, under sixteen nationals for basketball and footy with Tassie. Um, it was starting to clash a lot, like basketball tournaments on the weekend were clashing with footy, yeah, okay, and I was getting a bit of push, yeah. like this is the next steps to either go to the AIS for footy or basketball. You're probably going to have to start to choose one, choose, and I didn't want to have to choose one. 
Um, but I I went to both nationals and I finished up under 16s basketball and had a, had a decent tournament. And Marty Clark, who's another Tassie, Tassie man, he um, offered me a trip to Italy to go oh, on wow. a tour with the AIS. I think yeah, he, was just, right. he was buttering me up. Yeah, right. Eh? Um, wow. So I said, yep, no worries. Um, and I got back from this Italy trip and they said, uh, well, if you enjoyed it, we'll, we'd love to offer you a scholarship full time. We know that footy can't offer you one until next year, you have to be a certain age oh, in footy. Age, yeah, okay. So I had to wait another year, whereas basketball were like, hang on, we can offer you this one now and you've just been Italy. How good is this? You can travel wow. the world. And bang, I was I was all in and that's how. Wow. So, you, how, so yeah. the one, obviously, when you started basketball, 2008, you won the Basketball Australian Junior there male you player. There you go. Hey. Done, geez, done some digging. Hey, had to do some digging on you, Huey. Yeah. But, uh, and then obviously you got the opportunity to join the Boomers 2009. Yeah. Um, the sort of the program, so to speak. Yep. Uh, Seventeen year old and and being the youngest, I think to do the the program at that time. Yep. What, what was what buzz was that like? Yeah. Well, every basketballer's dream was to play for the Boomers and yeah, true. play in the NBA, and that was as you said, it was a time when I guess the Boomers, we'd been close, we'd been close, and then we sort of been quiet for a while, and then we were starting to the. It was sort of Patty and Joey's first, like they were, I think, what, 08 Olympics. So they were starting to, that, I think they reckon that was their first Olympics. So it was setting the foundations all the way back then to the medal yeah. that, that they just got. Um, and so when I was going through, it was like Matty Nielsen was the captain. We had a few fringe NBA guys, yep. but not your superstars you've got like sort today. of this day and age yeah. or that are playing the stress significant doing really roles. Well in the yeah. NBA too, aren't they? Yeah, like they're well, starting that's... to come through now. Obviously, Patty Milba. Yeah. Back in the day, like Andrew Gaze. Um, yeah. Shane Hill. Shane Hammer, Hill. Hammer like, was coach. Yeah. He, he was probably the one that stood out. Because he was a smaller dude, yeah. but he got respect from a lot of the taller dudes like Shaka, and he just said yeah, just yeah. recently, like, that was the dude who could play, like, Feisty, who I respect. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah so fiery Feisty, and all that. Hammer yeah. and, and, and Gaze, they were legends at boomers level and then yeah. only played limited minutes in the, in NBA, the NBA, whereas you've got guys like Gideon. Um, Paddy Mills, Joey now. and Patty and Bain, like these guys were genuine like starters the, on the Brooklyn Ben Simmons. Like these guys the were, Brooklyn yeah, yeah, Brooklyn. Boys. I love Brooklyn too. So do I, brother. They're, 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 they're genuine they're, like NBA contributors. And yeah. the, so the boomers are blown up and it's correlated to the world stage and we've yeah. got the respect that they've gotten. That's, that's, but back then it was still it was still really, really it was cool. Like a, it was like the VFL back then, like the yeah. VFL instead of the AFL. It was like yeah. all under sort of under the banner. There's not much talk about them. Yeah. They're not doing any good because they're only Australian yeah. basketballers and we yeah, and weren't that good. population's so small and they're that's right. they compete, but they're never yeah. going to be this. They're but. never going to be that. But that, yeah, that year when they won the uh, – Won the medal. That was yeah. That was, was emotional hectic. time yeah. for all oh, of them. Well, you could just having watched the sixteen or when they got done on that like a bad foul call against Spain, I reckon, and cost them a spot in the final, and then yeah. up losing or losing that medal to then back it up, and it was it was pretty hectic. And losing Baines, who's like who's like the core piece for so many years, they lost him in the first, after the first game, and they still managed to. To, to get it done, yeah. it was pretty sick. So. Yeah, that's, that was a pretty uh, pretty good thing. Yeah. So you've done you got into the boomers, obviously being so young. Um, the experience, what what did you experience through that time? Like, um, you know, with the boomers being so young. Oh, I just like being around guys that were getting taste for the NBA. Nate Dwyer was there. He'd, he was with the Raptors at the time. So getting a taste with guys that had played NBA, I was like, this is sick. This yeah, is what wow. this is what I want to do. But yeah. I also knew that like I had a lot of maturing to do. Like I was seventeen, so I've got bullied. Yeah, I got bullied. Yeah, true. I remember like when I, it was the same thing when I went to my first junior camp, I was two years younger than all the other oh, well, people well, yeah. there and I got bullied and then so I went away and then I went to this boomers camp and I was just getting, because uh, I'm playing like 
like there's Bogut's and Nature Wise, there's Aaron Bart, there's big, big boys. Big names. Too, I'm getting yeah. nailed on yeah. screen. Like I'm getting bullied <laughs> for a week. I was just a rag doll for a week. Um, but I just, yeah, I just learned that I had a, had a lot of work that it was good. They were good reality checks. Like yeah, obviously yeah, been, true. Just been to see bit, like, where, where you're at. Seeing where I was at and I was like, oh, I just sort of was always chasing and, and that suppose, next And guy. suppose that part. And then building up your, uh, I suppose, mental mental strength. Yeah, and, and, and gave me a physical ton of resi- strength. resilience. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just be like knowing, like I was going to come into training and get my get my ass handed to me, yeah. but I just had to keep rocking up because I knew it was going to be so yeah. beneficial for me. And I knew when I took took that experience back to my own age and my own level that I was going to be so much better for it and dominate that. And then I'd try and build on that and get ready yeah. for the next one. But there were times until I got to probably 18, 19 and I was going back that I was felt like I was starting to belong at that level. Yeah. Definitely. And you get you get to that stage where those sort of moments when you're getting bullied, you're getting ragdolled, you're getting <laughs> absolutely, you know, kick kick yeah. your ass. Yeah. That's where that's where you get the true sportsman that get over that part, over yeah. that line, that barrier, and then go forward and say, look, but that and then learn from that experience and then yeah. you get some that go to that line and they just can't go any further. It's just mentally can't do it, physically can't do it. Yeah. Um, so it is a big thing to be, especially 17. Yeah. And some of the names you said then that were in that sort of boomers sort of camp, that's mm. – and to take that under your experience at 17 is pretty, pretty hell there. Yeah. You know, to, to do that. Yeah. No, it was good. It was a great experience. Yeah. And then – Come sort of a year or two later, once you've gone through that that experience, then 2011, you sort of off and over. How, how did it come about you ended up over in Albuquerque? Yeah, so 20, 2011, well, I guess, was sort of the peak. Having done all those boomers camps, having done four years at OAS, that was probably when I was leaving my prime basketball. Yeah. Um, I went to the... Went to the Junior World Champs in 2011 and um, was All-Star 5, so at the time being one of the best considered based off that tournament, one of the best players in the world. So I'm thinking, how good is this? I'll go to college and then oh, a couple everything's of years. Coming, yeah. I'll just go to college. This Straight is the, the this is the natural pathway. I'm just going to go to college, spend a year or two there and off to the pros and off to the Olympics in that next year. It was 2011 and the Olympics were 2012. Yep. No reason why I, sh- I shouldn't have made it. And then um, committed to New Mexico and that's yep. how I ended up in Albuquerque. Yeah, but yeah. as you know, America has a lot of distractions. Wow, yeah. And I um, – yeah, I got caught up in a lot of them. So yeah. my basketball peaked at twenty eleven and sort of deteriorated from there for for yeah. a lot for a lot of factors. But Albuquerque was one of the best time, yeah, the best yeah. years of my life because yeah. I fucking loved it. I had a great time. We won a lot, and the team over there was like, the Lobos. Yeah, we were they're, the mighty they're a Lobos. Very passionate yes. crowd over there. A couple of times I had the opportunity, Kyle Noak, yeah. uh, when I was sort of staying with him over there, and we sort of all all sort of caught up. Yeah, and we'd go and watch you play. Yeah, and uh, geez, they're, these there are passionate. Oh, well, yeah. Passionate, well, there's, there was another Aussie there, Cam Bersto. He ended up going off and playing for the Bulls. Which was pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so he was he was a good mate of mine from the institute, and so when he went there, I was like, yeah, no doubt, I'll come with you. And the stadium was thirty feet underground. It was yeah, it was massive. We sell out every night at like eighteen thousand. Like we were a college. We were in the state of New Mexico, which yeah. probably had about the city of Albuquerque where we live would have had over a million people, but there was only one. It was very spread there was, out. There was no pro it? team. There was no pro team in yeah, the whole right. in the whole state. With a couple of million people, so we were there was us and New Mexico State, who were a couple of hours south towards the border. Yeah, um, but we were we were it. So everyone that lived in the state or in the city was like, "This is our this is our team," and yeah. so that's why we. Yeah, no, I think had such a good was, time. Yeah, there's such a like uh, 
yeah, when we were there and experiencing the crowd, but just you know, you'd you'd run on the crowd. You know, the announcer would go, "Hugh Greenwood," and yeah. the crowd. You know, you were one of their favourites yeah. from what we were seeing. Yeah, Cole and I, and we were like, "Damn, look at the crowd! It's going <laughs> crazy." Yeah. And then when you when you say that, when you get to that stage, and you do obviously your um. 2011 through to like 2015, in between those years, sophomore year, junior, senior years, um, and you say the distractions when it starts taking on, where you get to that stage in such an environment, you think, I'm I'm the man, like everyone everyone just looks at me, I'm the man, I can't do anything wrong. What what was some of the adversities, obviously you don't have to go into detail, but um, what's some of the adversities when you say the traps, Hmm. and especially for young uh, basketballers, footballers, when they get to that pinnacle, it's not the highest pinnacle of their sport, like NBA or AFL or that, but they're in those those areas like uh, Albuquerque where that was the sole team of the the state. And you were treated like gods. What comes after that? What yeah. was the adversities then you faced? As you said, because we were the only team, we were it. We just felt like you could, we were invincible. We were put on this pedestal, and you can't do anything wrong. You're so good. You can do this, and we were winning too. Like we won three out of four years. So yeah. not only were we the only team there, but we were we Blitz were, we were good. Teams, we yeah. Were, yeah, we were. We won Mountain West champions. We yeah. were all that. So we were just. You guys can do no wrong. Yeah, we absolutely love you. We'll piss in your pocket. You like, there's nothing you could ever do wrong. So you can bloody do whatever. whatever. You can party or whatever. You can not sleep. You can not go to class. You yeah. can sleep with whoever you want. You can do this and yeah. that, and That's no just, worries just as long. The, and then the the because there was a lot of pressure in the city to perform. Yeah, there was this expectation with you can do whatever you want as long as you perform, as long as you and play well, and we win games. I don't care what you're doing away, as long as you come in and, yeah. and winning games was what we were doing, which was making it worse because we were doing all this shit and then still and, winning. And still winning. And so we just like, we can keep going, just keep going. It just gets in that whole revolving oh, world, doesn't it, where yeah. you're like, yeah, especially when you're younger. Oh, yeah. The drugs, the sex, the the whole partying. Yeah. And then next minute you're like, then you're going on. You know, some some probably hung over, some probably still on the yeah. on the gear, yeah. and still playing and winning. Yeah. And from the outside looking in, it's just like, wow, we've got such a professional team. But on the you know the backside of you, like, damn, these guys are, are playing life wild yeah. to get to that well, stage. Well, you see them now that once they're out of that, once they chew you up and spit you out, there's a lot of like a lot of teammates, sadly, that should have gone and done more. Yeah. Thankfully, I was given a second chance in that I'd burnt basketball, I'd burnt all my basketball bridges I'd done. Like I was like, shit, I'm in strife here. Yeah. Thankfully, this footy was another, was basically like a second chance to me. Otherwise, another I don't know where, another avenue, whereas a lot of teammates and a lot of people in that, those systems environments don't get that opportunity. But thankfully, yeah. I got one um, and sort of haven't looked back, but yeah, there was, there was, it's hard. It's, there's some of those, looking back on all those accomplishments that we've listed, yeah. youngest boomers and this and that, like some of my proudest achievements, but I really struggled to reflect and look back on them because there's a lot of what ifs, like, like right. the, where I could have been going and should yeah. have been going based yeah. off of all these steps. Yeah. I live with a lot of, like, I try not to live with much regret, but I regret some of the decisions I made because there's, the, there's yeah. a lot of this what if, like, I'm going to have football, which is pretty epic, but I could yeah. have potentially been, you know, an NBA player, I could have been, you know what I mean? Anything, so, anything, yeah. It's hard, though, and yeah, so looking back on those pre, pre-college pre days and then even college days, like, yeah, it's some yeah. of the stuff is really but hard in, to look in at. in saying that, the positive to it is is anyone, young guy, AFL or basketball comes across your path mm. and you take some interest in or help, at least – we are, you know, there's certain people, coaches, and certain people uh, that can help 
the younger generation when they're coming through going, yeah. hey, look, it's all right when you're at that pinnacle and, and everyone thinks you're a god, yeah. but if you want to achieve more, this is the this is the direction you need to go in because I went this direction yeah. and this is what my regrets are that yeah. I live with every day. Yeah. And that's a positive thing for you when AFL, basketball and your career is done. You, one, you can pass on to your children, yeah. but other children and other players and the generation coming forward, the positive to that, you've had to live that experience yeah. with a little bit of regret, yeah. but you get to at least pass that on to the, to the next guys, you yeah. know, and girls. That's so, what I'll try and do for sure. So the pro basketball, obviously when you've um, you done the pro, you earned the draft, you earn a, a opportunity to yeah. train with the, yeah. the Utah Jazz. Yeah. What what was that experience like? When you go from the college football, obviously I'm, I'm sort of going to guess it was probably a bit of a kick in the bum because one, you're like a god at Albuquerque in the Lobos, yeah. nothing can go wrong. Yeah. You think yeah, he's winning games, you're still doing all this. Then you go, okay, I've got the opportunity to go and train with the Utah Jazz, which is the NBA, yes. the pinnacle. Yeah. What was that experience like when you got to there and then you'd done the the whole camp, as in like training camp? And Yeah. No, it was, yeah, it was, it was sick and I feel like I didn't get any, like, I didn't get worse, but I, when I, I walked in, when I walked in in 2011 when I got to New Mexico and I, I walked in at this level and I left at the same level like I didn't get any like I didn't get any better so yeah. four years I just stayed the same because yeah. like I just didn't do any like I just got caught up and like yeah. yeah so when I got to like I still was okay because I was still decent like I still did enough to and I was a battler like I always played hard like, yeah, no yeah, matter definitely. what I always trained hard and played hard um, but that was only going to get you so far and it got me like a workout and it got me some interest yeah um, and it was just, it was not long after, it was the same, my draft year was the year that Delhi and the Cavs won the NBA oh, yeah, title. Okay, so yeah, Delhi yeah. was like this huge key in helping LeBron get this yeah, ring. Wow. And he'd done like, he'd, I reckon he had like close to 20 points in game two or three. And he was like diving on loose balls. And he was defending the oppo's best player. And everyone's like, how good's this? And then every team was like, we've got to have our own Delhi. We've yeah, got to, so wow. I'm like this Australian scrap old, but I didn't have the same skill set as Delhi, but I was like, so I reckon teams were interested in having me work out because they were like, oh, can we find the next Delhi who's just going right, to yeah. play hard? And so, um, well, that's, that's sort of similar to the, like the Rodmans, wasn't it? Yeah. The Rodman, yeah, like if you need, you need a heavy dude in there, just swinging punches, yeah, yeah. get Rodman in there. Yeah, that's you know, right. If he wants to go away three days in Vegas to party, <laughs> maybe yeah. four or five days. Yeah. Who cares? Come but on, it, that's probably the attitude like the Lobos had. Yeah, that's right. Where yeah. it's like, let them go and do whatever yep. because we've got a great team. They yep. win. Whatever is going on there, as long as they come back and win and yep. obviously get to that point. You can just imagine the the Chicago Bulls at that time <laughs> with the pinnacle of NBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jordan, such a professional. Rodman, such the out crazy yep. going for Vegas, just yep. go for three days and the coaches and everyone, that's all right, just let him do yeah, what he's got well, to do. The but, and then you've yeah, got to come back. Come back and win. And then you, that's when you turn, you're like, hey, it's, a, it's a massive business when you can allow people to just to do that yep. and they run their own, own thing. But again, you've got to perform when you get back yeah. uh, and do that. So 2015, you're in that draft. Uh, but then- Obviously, the couple of big years, 2015, obviously, um, you you signed mm, two or three mm. year with Wildcats. Yeah, with Perth. Yep. Um, well, was that just the opportunity that showed itself and you went, well, I, I'm not going to get to the NBA or there's a three-year deal, I'm, I'm going to this there? This was, so the, this, 
I signed with – the Olympics were 2016. So when I knew that I wasn't going to get drafted, I thought, all right, what's the best path to go down to either play in the Olympics next year or get dra- like try and get drafted and like or sign with another club afterwards? And I thought, well, the best way to get back to the NBA is perform on the Olympic stage, like yeah, the next true. biggest stage true where that. everyone's watching yep. and the best players in the world are is the Olympics. Um, and so I was like, all right, I need to pick a club that's going to help me do that. And Perth were the biggest club in the NBL at the time. Um the head coach was the assistant coach of the Boomers yeah, and right. the guy that the assistant coach of Perth was a good mate of mine, Matty Nielsen, who was captain of the Boomers and was oh, on really? the staff wow. as well. So I was like, go back to Perth, playing big club, um, coaches, try and work my way onto, yeah. onto the Olympics that, that following year. But I got back to Perth and like I said, my attitude wasn't, wasn't flash based off my years in college thinking I can't do anything wrong yeah. and nothing's my fault and this and, and that. Not, obviously 2015, uh, mum was diagnosed with, with cancer yep. at yeah, the same had, year. So everything had, was yeah. coming from, going from the overseas back to Perth. Yeah. And then you sort of, once once you finish up with the Wildcats, because you, you signed a three-year deal, but you didn't play the three years, did you? I was there, couple I was months, there was for less than a month when you, I got it's, cut it's from of, the, yeah, well, I got cut from, there was two, I was the, I reckon I was the third string point guard. And the two point guards, or maybe in the fourth string point guard, and two point guards got in. Oh, one got injured. Dante Exum did his ACL, and then Paddy Mills couldn't commit to the tour because he just of NBA commitments. Oh wow! And so I thought, oh, like I'm, I'm next man up. This is me. And they end up picking someone else. Oh and wow! So I spat the dummy. And oh, that's how it all happened. I'm, I uh, rung Hamish Ogilvie, who was. Um, who was the recruiting manager for Adelaide, who I had a relationship with in, in Tassie. He was my junior coach, did some junior development stuff in Tassie. Yeah. I gave him a call and said, um, is there an opportunity for me to come and play footy? And yeah. he said, yep, let's get you on the next flight. Yeah. So that's how. So I would have been in Perth from for less than a month and I retired from uh, yeah, yeah. from basketball. And, and it sort of stated that you were uh- – you sort of lost motivation for basketball. Yeah, yeah well, I had, yeah, well, I got back to Perth and I was doing the same drills that I was doing when I left yeah. and I was not going to – I knew that I'd I'd wasted X amount of opportunities and so yeah. I was, what was what was the point? And did, did mum's diagnose uh, <clears throat> of cancer have some sort of impact on you sort of wanting a new start or a new – Yeah, coming back, yeah, coming back of, home and yeah. like I knew that I was sort of her motivation for life. Like my sister and I like watching us succeed and play sport and so yeah, yeah. there was an element of sort of letting her down and them yeah, down yeah. in that I'd promised her and yeah. that I was going to accomplish all these dreams and I was on the path to do that and yeah. I hadn't done that. Um, and so I'd come back to Australia with the tail between my legs, a little bit embarrassed. So I needed new goals and I needed new motivation yeah. um, and – she, I think she'll admit she was here that she was a bit skeptical. I think, I think all mothers, I think are, all right? mothers, I think everyone was like, What are you doing? You've got it, still got it pretty good. Like, you could still have a great basketball career. Yeah. This is a huge, and that risk. was her passion too, obviously. Yeah, with, that's right. Yeah, she was as well. So, obviously, basketball. she'd probably go try and keep down the basketball. Yeah. Yep. So, there, but I said, I called her. And I remember seeing a text message exchange between her and my missus. Yeah. They're like laughing at it. Like, what is he doing? Like, is he, are you sure we can't convince him? Like, are we sure? This one? And they're both like, if he wants to do it, he's just going to do it. Like, there's nothing we can do. Yeah. And so that was it. I was off to uh, Adelaide to try and play footy and that's yeah. how that And, and you met started. your wife at that stage. Like, you met your wife over in Albuquerque. Yep. yep. Um, so it was, yeah. And she obviously come. She was like, what the fuck is football? 
She's like, yeah, well, yeah, she's yeah. seen bits of it on TV and with the short shorts and stuff. But I was like, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to go. That why, is I that the truth home. why she yeah, actually yeah, come that's right. Yeah, that's right. Hugh in, in, yeah. in small shorts? Short, I'm, yes, in. I'm all in. I'm all in. <laughs> I remember coming home from training one day and I was flat and I was just like, I've had enough. Like, I've had enough. Like, I'm going to go. I'm going to go play footy. And she's like, play footy? What, like, what do you mean? I'm like, AFL. And she's like, what is AFL? I'm like, <laughs> here's a snapshot. Here it's it is. one of the hardest games ever to – yeah, it's one of that. Here's a YouTube thing because it's too hard to explain, but I'm going to go – this is what I'm going to do. What, what, is, what does she so, think now? Like, obviously, she's been in the yeah. – been following it for now for a few years because you've been in it for a few yeah. years. What, what's her she thoughts on it? She loves it. I'll yeah. come home and she'll have it on TV. Like, she, she won our footy tipping comp a couple of years oh, ago. She's she? all in. Yeah, she loves it. Inside a trading. She's like, oh, what was I doing <laughs> watching American footy and watching um, baseball all these years? Like, footy's just so fast and fun. And I think she likes – I'm obviously a better – person and like I'd left sort of that toxic environment that I was in playing yeah, basketball and yep. so then I've come into an environment that's um, a lot better so she yeah. likes who I am more so now than I was yeah, um, yeah. certainly back then um, and so she's she but she frosts yeah she frosts but she's had f- massive like she's moved from she's packed up her life come from America to Australia to a yeah. country she doesn't know a whole doesn't lot about. Know. Although it's not, it's not, it's, it's not the worst place no, to go. Not, like, let's say, be honest, a bit of rubber armor. You, yeah, want, yeah, you yeah. want to move to Australia? Oh, yeah. yeah, all right, I'll come. I'll move to Australia. Yeah, so, nah. but we've been to Perth. We've been to Adelaide. Actually, we started in Tassie because we first moved to Tassie because we hadn't had a chance to get to Perth. So, I moved to okay. Tassie, then to Perth, then to Adelaide, then to yeah. the Gold Coast, now to Melbourne. And so, like, she's had to pack up and, oh, and move her. Man. She's like, she'll make friends for a couple of years and then move. So, it's yeah. been pretty tough on. Oh, it is. It's it easy is for hard. me because I go to a club and I make 40, 40 friends, friends on the first day. Yeah, exactly. For her, it's a little bit exactly. different. Exactly. So. Yeah. In the fight game, I'm, oh, my brother yeah, and I are the same. more than anyone. We do, oh. I wouldn't say anyone, but we do, you know, when we tr- we've been to Queensland, obviously, for 17 years, then yeah. Newcastle, New South Wales for eight years, and then now we're in Melbourne. So, it's, you know, it's, we don't we don't have those friends that come around for barbecues, but we have a lot of friends that we just cross paths with yep. all over the place, whether it's overseas or yep. in Australia. So, and there are only really bases for you because you're based there, but you're traveling. That's right. The That's right. But it, when you get, when you get to know real people and respect the real people that you travel uh, yeah. overseas or in Australia, um, and cross paths with you, know you can spend time with those people at any time because you actually like them. Yes, you don't yeah, have yeah. to put up with it because yeah, oh yeah. they're my neighbours. Let's get them over, <laughs> and you're like oh, I don't like Bill. And Ben over there, but <laughs> but uh, that's that's probably the joyful part. And yeah, and uh, we do you think you'll ever move back to the US once? Yeah, that's that's always the plan. The plan yeah, that's always the that was the deal is that we'd Come spend over. as much time here and then we'd take the kids back to to America. Maybe not right now. There's still no, no. there's America's over the last couple of years hasn't been the best place no, to no, be. It's been a bit crazy, hasn't it? So hopefully in a couple of years' time when the kids really start to settle into school, we'll have to make that call. But yeah. honestly, we didn't think footy would go for this long. We thought it was a little bit of an experiment yeah, that okay. if it works out, great. If yeah. not, I can go back to basketball and play yeah. at an okay level. Yeah. Um, but this is eight, I was saying eight years ago now and going into nine, ten. Like yeah. as, the as, more we're here, the more it's harder to leave, the more connections we make, the more that's right. I learn about the game of footy, like the passions to go back to the States and help. Yeah, college kids. Yeah, yeah, that, that would similar be, experience yeah, that I had, but that's, sort that's of a good. Would you be going back to Albuquerque? You I'd think? love to go back to Albuquerque. And, li- it would be and really live there. Cool. Is that yeah. where um, the wife's? Um, yeah, that's where her family's okay, from. That's where the family's yeah, that'd from. be the dream to coach at New Mexico. There's aren't there's not many that are left there that when I was there. Obviously, been that long ago now. Yeah, but true. Um, having been in the states and been on a successful team, coaches come and go because they get from like assistant coaches do well yeah, at this yeah. school, so then they go on the next. So I've got 
connections yeah. across the country. Yeah, well, that's, that's always a good would start. Would be cool, as you know, yeah. with connections. Um, so the dream would be to do that. But the longer I'm staying here, the more I'm learning about footy. And yeah, yeah. Um, maybe it's coaching here in Australia. Who knows? But yeah, um, oh, really, you got that that broad experience yeah. with basketball and and football. So yeah. to try and get in on on some sort of coaching or some sort of job in regards to both those sports would be a blessing anyway. Yeah, you know, be very cool in, in regards to that. So you started in the 2015, you debuted for the Adelaide Crows Correct. when you were over there in 2017, I think yep. it was, yeah, yep. against the Brisbane Lions. Yeah, yeah, that was a good day. So you've gone, you've gone through for two years, what was, when you got to the uh, AFL, what, what sort of road did you have to take before your debut in the big league at the AFL? Was it just like a lot of uh, park football, so to speak? I call it park football, yeah, but, yeah. you know, what it used to be like, VFL, yeah, AFL yeah. sort yep. of thing, so playing around those parks. Yeah, well, that's that was the, the – I remember the first – I had the same – that sort of same mentality from, Kyle, I can't do no wrong, I'm going to walk in and play AFL. Like, this will be – I was I – was, I was pretty good as a junior. I'll just walk in and play AFL, so be no worries. I rolled into the first day of preseason and came dead last in all the time trials. Really? After after winning the ones, like I was winning the yo-yo in Perth a month or two before and then rolling into Adelaide and coming last. I'm thinking, shit, this is a different ball game. Yeah, it's a different world. This is a different world. These guys are big. They're fast. They're, this is not yeah. going to be a walk in the park. And so that was a smack me in the face. But it was a, again, it was good. It was like I walked into the booms camp all over again, like yeah, thinking right. I'm this kid that's just going to come in, how, like I'm the best of my age, I'm the best at this, I'm going to roll into this camp and be how good. Got smacked in the face and thinking, yeah, I've got work to do. But it was it was a good, and I was like, it showed me that but, yeah, it so, gave so, me that taste of that yeah. needing that work back instead of just cruising in college. Just like we're oh, good well. and like I roll in and we'll win anyway. Yeah. Um, but then got this taste of um, shit, like I'm gonna have to work hard. Yeah. This is up to me to, to oh, do it now. So it was it was a good smack in the face. And yeah. I did a year, as you said, I did park footy for yeah. a uh, year. Um, was no good for pretty much the first three quarters of this season. I was sort of average. I didn't know where I was playing. I was I forward? Was I a mid? Was I on a wing? Yeah, like right. I didn't know what position. I hadn't played for eight or nine years, yeah, and I right. only ever sort of played lower level, like junior. I played nationals, but it was still not. Not as not as high level as as the AFL, and so yeah, I I got through the first three quarters of the year was no good, and I still remember calling Dad one day like, mate, I'm I don't know, I've fucked up here. What have I what done? Have I done? What have like, I done? Oh well, I'll plug this out for another year, and I can go back. Yeah. Um, but then he's like, I was like, I don't remember what I was ever good at. Like, I'm just I sort of just plod along, and I don't know what I'm doing. He's like, man, I just remember you used to tackle a lot. Just go out there and just tackle wherever you see. I'm like, all right, I'll try that, and that ended up. That working worked. out okay, ended up yeah. sort of getting me in the game a bit more, like yep. not worrying about winning the footy, just going in and just fight like them uh, smacking them and then the ball often will fall to you. Yep. And then we got to – made finals in Sample, so the, the VFL yep. equivalent in Adelaide. And we had um, one guy was emergency for the AFL team because we played finals oh, that okay. year. Okay. 2016 this is. And then um, the other midfielder in front of me – or another midfielder did his hamstring in like the first quarter – and so we were down to starting mids and I was a forward at the time and they're like, oh, let's just throw you in there and see what happens and played mid for two or three finals games yeah. and did okay. And Neck minute. Neck minute. They oh, were like, midfielder. maybe you're a midfielder and we'll train you there during the preseason <laughs> and debut the next year and play in the grand final that next year. So it all happened pretty quickly after yeah. that. Yeah. But that, but when you, when you say when you come – 
come from the basketball, you come from the footy and you think, you know, I'm just going to go in here. Yeah. I've got friends who have got me in the door. I'm yeah. just going to show them what I've really got. And next minute, like the boomers experience, you get smacked in the face and you're like, oh, my God. You, you need that to carry on and get through the adversity of going – because I, I believe with players or coaches, when they get to a stage and they think, I know everything or I'm top of the game, I'm the God, yeah. there's nowhere else to grow. Yeah. There's nowhere else. There's no more knowledge that that person thinks that's that they've they got think. to grow with. Yeah, that's what they think. But when you get your ass handed to you, yeah. the next me you're like, wow, I'm not actually as good as I thought. Yeah. That's the adversities that spin it around from being what we class personally as being on top yeah. to then going, oh, shit. Yeah. I'm on the bottom. Yeah. But that's what uh, probably that's what motivated in regards to going, okay, well, now I don't really know what I'm doing. Yeah. And I'm starting at the VFL or starting at the park footy. Now that motivates me. Now I've got to get to climb yeah. to that top. Yeah. That's what was so exciting. It's like it was just fresh. It was like yeah, all new, new information. New knowledge, fresh. It was yeah. all every day I was going and I was learning something different. Like yeah. I just, yeah, you got that. I got that passion and drive again. Yeah. It so when it comes, when it comes to the time, 2000 and May, 2017, you get the pro debut. Yeah. Pro debut. When I say pro debut, the yeah, um, the there. first game yeah. against Brisbane Lions. Mm-hmm. What, what was that? You know, you've done all the hard work to go from the top in basketball and your experience and what how you thought you were to the bottom to the shit heap again, yeah. and then back up. Now you're running on against the Brisbane Lions. Yeah. What's you know, the crowds and that yeah. whole experience. What's, I remember just being like relief. Like, yeah, thank, you, thank God it was worth it. Thank God that I've made it in some. Yeah. Like, I'd always promised my, like, I'd always said, like, mates and mum and family, like, I was going to make it. Like, yeah. I was going to make the NBA. I was going to make the Olympics. Like, I'm going to make it at the highest yeah. level in my sport. And I didn't. And so the goal was then, all right, I'm going to make it the highest level in Australia. I'm going to play AFL footy. Like, yeah. My lot of like, fuck, it's hard to do, really. And so there was a lot of relief, like shit. Like it was, I've put that all the shit that I'd done prior was, yep. or whatever. Like at least I can say that I, if I don't ever play another game again, like yeah. I've, I've done, like I've, I've played I've at the highest the level. AFL. I'm an AFL footballer. Like yeah. I can tell my kids one day, like I was an AFL yeah, footballer. Yeah. So a lot of relief, obviously a lot of pride. Um, and then. Did mum did mum get the experience? Yeah, that? and that was that was like again relief, like that I'd, we'd sort of seen that through, sort of an uns. It was it wasn't unspoken, but it was like this thing, like I know that she wanted me to do it, and yeah, I know yeah. that I like I want yeah. So like all mothers, they all want their sons, yeah, or to do the to be- achieve all the achieve best. and succeed yeah. and stuff. And like, I know that if it pushed came to shove, she was always like she was still going to be proud of me if I didn't make it. But yeah, like 100%. I knew, like we sort of made this that, promise that to one another drive, that like yeah. we were going to be up. My motivation was for my motivation for playing AFL was sort of make her proud do it for her and then on the flip side her motivation for kicking through treatments and chemos yeah, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. was like to, to make sure yeah. that she was here yeah. so we could experience that yeah. that moment together so and, and how was that obviously you've made AFL mm. um, with the Adelaide Crows and you start playing dealing with that that side of things as well obviously is tough obviously yeah. personally uh, I've been through that's why we're very similar in that way because our mum's uh you know, diet. Well, my mum was fifty-four when she passed yeah. at a young age with yeah. melanoma. So when you only got the two boys and the father, you know, and mum's the engine of the family, Oof. then it's like that whole thing. But at that time when she was diagnosed, she's gone through all the the treatments, uh, and then you're playing. What what's what was the toll on on playing with obviously mum? 
you know, battling through that. Obviously, that would have probably motivated you more, what she's going through. And if she can handle that, I'm, yeah. I'm only doing something easy That's, compared yeah. to what she's doing. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. That's the, that was the mentality. It's like if I was having a shit day or if I was getting yeah, yeah. doing a big time trial in the preseason or if I was getting flogged on game day, like footy is pretty brutal yeah. sometimes. Like yep. it was just reflecting on like shit there's people worse off and yeah your mum's your mum's one of them like oh, I'm sure yeah. if you gave her a call and 100%. she asked you how your day going you're like oh shit you know I, oh, it was a long day I got a fucking massage and yeah. our weights was oh, I had this ninja and then training was fucking hard and she picks up the phone and she goes yeah I was in the chemo chair for eight hours and I'm yeah. nauseous as all anything and I'm yeah. feeling like this and I'm okay then yeah, yeah. so my motivation was like whatever I'm going through is right now is nothing, nothing like this is not t- this isn't hard no. like what I'm doing is not no. hard this is in the big scheme of things. Yeah. Um, but it was, I was sort of sheltered in that because I was overseas for a lot of mum's stuff. And then I was in Adelaide while she okay. was based in, <clears throat> excuse me, in Tassie. I was yeah. sort of sheltered from a lot of the stuff. So yeah, they, yeah. she'd put on a brave face. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Like you pick think, up the I FaceTime think, and she'd be like, and she would have, might have had a shit day. She's like, oh, you know, feeling great. Like, yeah. oh, you're doing so well. They're, incre- like, they're everything's incredible, good here. incredible human yeah, mothers, aren't yeah. they? When you get to that stage and you really see, the strength of what mothers really yeah. go through. Oh, yeah. And we 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 done the same. Well, mum sort of got diagnosed. It was a melanoma that appeared 15 years yeah. after it got cut out. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, she got cancer. And they said, oh, you got four or five years. So obviously my brother and I, we took her over to Thailand all the time. Yeah, so one, she likes yeah. a beer. One, she <laughs> likes a durry. And she, being at 52, 54, yeah, and so I think now I'm only like too. four to six years off that in my age. So that was young for her because that was like, 10, yeah. 12, 13 years ago now. Yeah. But, you know, we used to take her over three times a year, just enjoy mum, yeah, you know, just relax because she wouldn't do treatment. Yeah. She, I don't want to do treatment. Really? Yeah, I don't know. And that's, that to me was like a, fuck, you know, you don't want to do treatment. Yeah, you know, got to do because it. Because she said, I'd rather have four or five years of my own life yeah. rather than be in hospital, yeah. not feeling well, no hair, no this, no that. And then- Five years went by and it was five years, you know, you're going through and you're going, oh, you know, mum, how you doing? And they put on the brave face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I'm going well. How are you guys doing? Yeah, as long as yeah, you yeah. guys are right. And that was the part for us. We are like, oh, wow. And then it got to the stage where two weeks out from the, the, the passing, and that's when it, you just see the, the downside to it all. It just, and you're yeah, just like. It's hits in the face. That's when it hits me. But. To this day, I still go, you know what? She wanted me and Rob to hang out with each other, do business together, love each other, which we've done all our lives anyway. But as I say with the mothers, for my mother to obviously not go through treatment, but to line up the bags for the grandkids and put notes and and photos in them so when she does pass, they all get those, that was hectic for me. That was like, that's that's strength. Yeah. Like I can say anything, everyone's strong at doing this, but when you get a mother that puts that first before her own health, yeah, and that's why when I was obviously uh, met you and and seen your uh, so whole sort of experience with mum as well, that's why I was like, we've very got similar like those that track there, yes, and knowing that other person what they are going through that journey, it's yeah, it's a hectic. Hectic personal journey, but yeah, you go the one you can relate to, and yeah, and you just see the strength of the women when we say, "Oh, that's the mother of the children." That's what. But when it gets down to the heavies of it, man, they're, they're just strong creatures. They, they are, are so strong, unbelievable yeah. street uh, creatures. But and that that would have been obviously 
at that time when you're playing the AFL, I think you're still with Adelaide. Yeah. Uh, when Mum passed. Yeah. Um, that would have that would have been a whole massive not just for you but obviously the family because the unit's very close by the looks of what I yeah. what I see, Dad and sister yeah. and all that yeah, sort of sticks. stuff. So. Yeah. And it's like when you get the engine of the family, I call, I used to call mum the engine of the family because yeah. without mum, yeah, us boys yeah. are like just rogue. <laughs> yeah, We're like, yeah. hey, what do we Who's do now? Who's got to check? Yeah. yeah. And when, when mum did pass, we went through that stage of going, what do we fucking do now? Yeah. What, yeah. what What's life for us? Like, yeah. and dad, he, we had to send him to Thailand just to get out of the place. Yeah. He was going crazy as well. And yeah, it was a down time, but that, that with your playing career, with that happening, it would have been a, a massive sort of thing to- go through like a bit of an obstacle as well dealing with that yeah so she would have passed um a couple of months after my debut we ended up making the grand final that year and i thought this is the fairy tale this is like everything that we've been through together in life and what like this is grand final first year with the best team with the minor premiership like this is it was all worth it this is this is meant to be we're going to celebrate this game and like i didn't really know or maybe i didn't want to admit or didn't want to know but she probably knew it was probably going to be it like that was going to be her last game that she would she would see she was they would probably know she was getting crook she was getting really crook but again like she whenever you'd see her she'd put on a brave face and it's like oh mum's doing great but deep down like she was obviously not she was battling um and so we ended up obviously losing the granny, which we yeah. To that day we got ended up getting touched up. <clears throat> so it ended up being a pretty good side. Yeah, um, in Richmond when they won their first one, um, and then yeah, she would have passed away two weeks later. Yeah, she ended true. up passing away. We we um again I like I knew she was sick, but I didn't realize how sick she was. So yeah. we um we were gonna go away. We we're gonna go back to the states and see Kirsten's family. We were there for two days, and we got a call. When we got, we landed in LA, spent a day in LA, oh, got really? a call. Oh, wow. Saying from dad, it was like late at night, it was random as he was calling me too. I was like, he's going to charge him an arm and a leg. I'm like, this can't be good. And it's like, yeah, mate, you yeah, got to come. Dad doesn't like. No, 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 that's know, right. Yeah. Spending money on a phone call. Yeah, I was like, she's just called me directly from the state. So he called me and said, like, mum, he's like, mate, mum's, mum's really cooked, mate. It's time, it's time, we had time to come home. And yeah, wow. that was on the, yeah, it was pretty heavy. It was on the Tuesday. It was on the Monday. I got that call. Couldn't get a flight until they were like, "Oh, she's ho- she'll hopefully make it to Friday." And I yeah. it was Monday, Tuesday. Couldn't get a flight till the next day, and then you lose a day flying back to the states. We were meant to arrive on the Friday, yeah, so like wow. fuck, that whole time I was like, "She's gonna, oh, she's gonna make it to Friday." Yeah. yeah, but um, obviously she did. She ended up passing away on the the Sunday, yeah. um, which was, which was obviously the lowest point, yeah, that anyone can can 100%. go through. So yeah. she passed on the Sunday, and my outlet was always. Obviously, he was down and out for a little bit, but my yeah. outlet was all right. I've got at least I've got an avenue. I've got an outlet. Some people don't have one. No, have, I've got oh, footy. Like at least I've got 100%. something that I can take my mind off it. I can go yeah. and train footy. But yeah, very important that part. Yeah, that's right. You've but got to find you, one. You hit yeah, that day and luckily, obviously, your mum would have been surrounded by all the family. Yeah, mum at, yeah. at that time, which is yeah. comforting. Yeah, same, same as uh, our mum. Yeah, but yeah, it's a uh, yeah, it's you. You've got to really then focus all your energy on staying above yeah you know, well that, then that yeah point like, of where you're down I yeah mean, i wrote a letter that i read to her that everything that i felt like i could wrap up in however 19 
however old I was and how yeah. much you want to say to someone that's, yeah. you know, that's your mum. So I sort of tried to write down everything that I felt like I wanted to say and got to say that to her and she oh, was beautiful. awake and responsive oh, for that, which was really good. And yeah. got we all got letters too. You could see like it's at the start, it was really neat. And by the end of the three, four, five, six, seven pages, yeah, you get the right. handwriting got a little bit messier. Yeah, right. she does, they get tighter and tighter. Tight, like 100%. it's pretty heavy. That, it is, said, it is heavy, to, isn't it? To do that, that, that sort of stuff. And then like for me, like my little sister, she's – She's younger than I am, yeah. losing her mum, and then my dad, who's like you said, who. So our mums must had a similar thing that my mum had a fuck it list. Yeah. So like, what am I, what am I going to do? Like, I'm going to write this list of things to yeah. do. I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to do it before I before I die. Hundred percent. So your mum was going to Thailand and yeah, having yeah. beers and do whatever. My yeah. mum was like coming to see us, buying a car, buying yeah. paying off the hat. Like she had this fuck it list. So yeah. help. Like dad was had chased to follow it all around the world, all around Australia, every all every single appointment, rada rada. So yep. when she passed, like it's like, what does he do? now wow so trying to check in on him and check in on yeah. my little sister at the same time managing yeah. what i'm going through that's plus right. that's a right. career that's not going to stop like yeah. you can't just be like yeah I'm I, can i take yeah. some time off like that's not how it works in yeah. pro sport and footy and so that's yeah so i went back to footy but then yeah this period like i had ended up doing both my like and i'm having surgery on both my achilles yeah um so i missed the whole pre-season so i had yeah lost mum lost the granny was yeah. in was in rehab. Did you, when, for you, the whole, when did you go to um, the Gold Coast? Because after did, yeah. was it after that grand well, final? Then, yeah. Well, then I ended up nah. So oh. then I coming back that next year, and I reckon Mum had a hand in this. So I missed the whole preseason because I had surgery on both my Achilles. Oh, okay. Um, did enough to just get back to play like three quarters in the like a preseason game, and was pretty average. But yeah. like had like nine touches, was average. Yeah. Um, but was still managed to be emergency for round one. Yeah. And I was not playing, but I was back in Adelaide and the boys were in Melbourne. We were playing Essendon at Marvel for round one. And I got a call on Friday afternoon. We we're playing on the Saturday and we got a call on the Friday afternoon or Friday night. Um, and it was the head of football and he called me. He's like, mate, we've had the bloke do his hammy in the captain's run, like the training before the game. Yeah. We need you to pack your bags and get on the plane. Yeah. You're, gonna, you're actually going to play. And this bloke had played... His name was Sam Gibbs, and he played 130 games straight. Had never missed a game in his career. Oh, had never wow. been injured. Played 130 games straight. That is crazy. Never been injured, and he did his string in the captain's run. That's I a Mum had a hand in that. Joel, Joel Selwell just yeah. recently in the Cats. Yeah, yeah. So I thought I was meant to be. So I ended up playing that game, and yeah. then played every game that year, and ended up playing my best footy, and then then played another year, and then was off to uh, to the Gold Coast after that. Yeah, right. And when you obviously got to Gold Coast, um, you only you spent a season there? Two years there. One was COVID. Two. I say two, oh, but it was right. so weird. It felt like I was there, but I wasn't there. Yeah, like, really. Just obviously that's when COVID hit, COVID 2019, hit, yeah. 2020. It was good because I was in Queensland, so life was good. Oh, like I was in Queensland. They, didn't, they weren't locked Everyone down. Everyone came to it. Nah, much really. lockdown nah, up there, were they? No. Nah, because we the heat, apparently. They reckon, yeah. Who knows? Kept, kept the- uh, all, all the Melbourne teams came up to hub yeah. on the Gold Coast, so we were just chilling at home. So that was good. Ended yeah, up playing yeah. like good footy. Met some really cool people up there. Living in the Goldie was unreal. My nan was up there, so she was oh, in Crumlin. Oh, so cool. spent oh, some valuable place. time with her. Yeah, yeah. So we're in Palmy, Palm Beach. Oh man. Down that's, south. That's nice up there. Beautiful part of the world. So two years there and And when when you done your two years there, you injury injury. Yeah, I got my first there. ever injury. Had someone fall across my knee, got told it was ACL. Yeah. I was like, I came run it like sort of tr- trotted off the ground, like, yeah, yeah, knees something's not right, something's clicking, like yeah. 
but the action wasn't like a traditional one where you plant and like not, it wasn't, it wasn't yeah, non-contact. Yeah. Someone like fell across my knee as I went to jump yeah. and my knee got pushed in. So I was yeah. like, oh, I've just done something like yeah, to my yeah. knee. Not too bad because it doesn't feel too sore. Um, and I got in there, they did all that sort of tests and stuff. And they're like, mate, we think it's probably going to be your ACL. Like prepare for oh, the worst. Wow. Like, like that's career. Like yeah. I'm out of contract that next year. So I would have missed the whole next year and then been out of contract. So I'm thinking like, oh, I'm probably, wow. probably done here. Like this is it. Yeah. Um, what's, what's it take from a player getting to that stage? Like you get rugby league players, AFL players, but when you use a, it's a cutthroat business, obviously yeah. you've got to be playing at your best the whole time, a hundred percent all the time. When you get to that stage and you get an injury, you know, like the knee or the Achilles and all that, uh, where, where does the, what sort of. Where does the mind go from there? Oh, I was a blubbering mess at the well, time. Yeah, because I, I like I had the Achilles in the preseason. Yeah, but I technically had never missed a game, so I'd never had a serious injury. Serious this injury. Was, and my first one was going to be the one that was going to sort of I thought was going to probably end, you know, end the career. So I was a blubbering mess. I remember the physio Lindsay's a great mind of mine. He was a physio, Colin Kirsten, and he go and because Kirsten was like because I came, I got subbed out. I was on the ground for like a minute and it yeah, happened. Yeah, okay. And Kirsten hadn't even sat down to watch the game. Oh, wow. Like it was within the first three or four minutes of the game and Kirsten sat down to watch it and I wasn't there. And Kirsten's like, what's going on here? And then read that I'd been injured uh-huh. and and the physio called her and he's like, he's not he's not a good way. I'm like, wow. yeah. I was like, yeah, I was, I was flat ass. Yeah. But um, I made some uh, I made some promises to God that day that I remember that day and going into the scan that the next day that I was like, I'll, yeah. I'll do some – I'll. I'll do some better things if yep. if this somehow is a miracle and it's yeah. not. Even though they're saying it's ACL, like yeah, I'll, yeah. Com- I'll if it's not, then commit to it'll be a commitment. miracle. Yeah, and yeah. sure enough, I got the call saying, "Mate, somehow your ACL is actually all sweet. You've fully done your MCL." Yeah. So he's like, "Sorry, mate, you've done your MCL, so that's probably going to be twelve weeks." Yeah, right. But your ACL is good. I'm like, Fuck, "I'll take 12, 12 oh, weeks over twelve months." 100%. What do you mean? I'm sitting there fist pumping and stuff. Like my season's done. Like, <laughs> my legs like, hurt. My legs fucked. My legs like it's. I miss the rest of the year. I miss five games. But yeah, like, I'm, right, eh? I'm back by preseason. So I was, I was oh, frothing. Wow. So. That, yeah, yeah. That, what a what oh, a uh, right like an emotional yeah. roller coaster because you think thinking, me season's over. Yeah. I'd had my second kid. A week before that too. Oh, wow. I just had Taj the week before. Going, so that okay. was my first guard. Missed one game because she was born and then I'd just come back in for that game and that happened. And I was like, this is oh, just not Oh, man. Not happening. That's that's where your heart's up, then yeah. down, up, then then obviously that news is only 12 weeks and you're like, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Did you did you stay committed to- I have, yep. To, I've read it. I've God's, read, uh, yep. I've God's wishes? Over what? I've read, I've read a verse every day for- over a year now because yeah. it's been over a year since I've done my knee. Um, going regularly, regularly attending church yeah. um, as best I can. If games don't clash on a Sunday, yeah. I was all, like, I was already connected yeah, spiritually. Were, yeah, but like, as you, like as you know, there's always things you can be doing better. Yeah, 100%, so yeah. um, there's definitely practicing more with the kids and yeah. putting more emphasis and prioritizing it, yeah, which is yeah. the way you're meant to be doing yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah. As 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 you know, no one's perfect. There's only ever been one that's been perfect. And that's Jesus Himself. 100%. So I made some promises that day that if somehow a miracle that it wasn't my knee, that I'd yeah. I'd, I'd I'd do better. And I'm, got, I'm trying. I've got a ways to I've go. I've got the list ready. I've yeah, got the list yeah. ready. Yeah, I've got a ways to go. But. So you get that, you get out of the Suns. Obviously, you ask for a tra- or you request a trade mm-hmm. uh, from the Suns. I I was a weird. Long story short. Yeah. The 
club, each club's got to make a certain amount of changes every year. Okay. To satisfy the AFL, you got to turn over players and rejuvenate the list. And yeah. so the Suns had been flipping the list for years and yeah. they were like, no, we want to try and for once try and keep the same team. Yeah. We're right. happy with the team. Yeah. So we're going to get tricky and we're just going to de- we're going to cut you because you have to cut three blokes every year, but we're just going to re-sign you for the same. We're just going to. All right. So we're going to cut you, yeah. but we're not cutting you, but yeah. it technically is. So it ticks yeah, off like you're the doing AFL. the job now you've got to resign and then yeah, go and then to the we'll, interview again yeah pretty yeah, yeah. pretty much and yeah, so because right. I just done my knee like they yeah. were like yep yeah, there's you and another bloke like technically I walked in I'm like oh like if you delist me that means I can get picked up by someone else and like oh no nah, like we're picking you because we don't yeah, a bit of whack like we've, you've done your knee you're Oh, you're going to be 30 next year. You reckon, reckon you'll be all right. I'm like, oh, all right. That, yeah. It's a little bit, but I get it. Like, fair enough. Like, what am I going to do? Say no. Like, yeah. And sure enough, this sort of, this opened up an opportunity yeah. for another club to be like, mate, technically you're not on their team anymore. Like, do you want to come and play for us? And I, yeah. then I said, no, nah, like I'm ha- very happy where we are. Like Goldie's great to me. Rada, yeah, rada. I love, and then I love I it's t- all for the lifestyle. Yeah, thing. that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Team, just the lifestyle. But then the head coach at the time, David Noble was a good mate of mine. He got me to Adelaide. He was one of the blokes from Adelaide. Okay. So I was like, I got complete trust in him. Like the least I can do, like he's, he went out of his way to get to me get from you. basketball to footy, like yep. put his note, like and put his stuck name his, on the yeah, line. Yeah. For me to yeah. come and back me in. There's only two blokes that knew who I was, and it was him and Hamish Ogilvie, who I mentioned earlier. So I was like, the least I can do is take his phone call. Yeah. And he painted painted a good picture, sold the story, and we're off to North. So yeah, it all happened yeah, like so that. that. Within 48 hours, that was on the Friday, I got the call, and the deadline was on the Sunday. So I had to weigh out the pros and cons in 48 what's the, hours. Uh, what's the what's – the, um, what's the wife's eyes doing, doing the old – She's like, not again. <laughs> But she was actually like, I've just got mother's, she, my I mother's know. group here. You I know, fool. I know. But she was like, but again, because we were there during the COVID years, and it felt like so we weren't. Oh, we loved the lifestyle, of course. Yeah, we didn't course. really feel like we were tied there a whole lot because we weren't. It was just like a holiday. It was. It felt yeah. like it was temporary. So yeah. like it was actually easier for her. She's like, well, Melbourne's going to be great because you'll be there longer. I've got a lot of my friends that have come from Adelaide. Like a lot of people when you play in a state club like Adelaide yeah. and the Gold Coast, they've often moved from Victoria. So a lot of them have moved back to Melbourne. So oh, have got a front, yeah, oh, a ton. Yeah, like five or six of old teammates with kids and oh, partners. That, that helps. Yeah. That, so she's Especially like, yeah, the- close to the home. We had no help on the Gold Coast. So we were yeah, crying out true. for help. We had a live-in nanny. We had an au pair who was oh, awesome, yeah? Um, yeah, but we no. couldn't have that forever. So no. she was great, but we couldn't have that forever. So we were like, let's go closer to Tobar where the family's yeah, from. Yeah. So it actually surprisingly didn't take as much convincing for her no, that it did for me to sort of get my head when around When she knows it. she's getting closer yeah, and that's friends right. are going to yeah. be there. Yeah. How's the uh, how's the family handling the cold weather? Oh, it's been an adjustment period, <laughs> that's for sure. We <laughs> see the stuff. Gold Coast yeah, we the see, we've had to unfollow a lot of nice things on the Gold Coast on oh, Instagram 100%. so we don't see it. But Melbourne's been all right. It's yeah. um, It actually hasn't been like we're in. We're stuck in South Bank for ages. Oh, we are okay. Temporarily, we got an Airbnb. We moved down during the Aussie Open, so the accommodation oh, was skyrocketing. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Wow. Like to get accommodation. So wow. we're like, we signed a long-term Airbnb. Yeah. And we were going to be there for two, like we we're going to be there for like six to eight weeks. We ended yeah, up being okay. there for like six months. Did you? Yeah. So we we were going stir crazy there. We finally bought a house now and it's we're pretty pumped with yeah. with where we are. We've Now we finally feel like we're, we're getting settled now, here in now Melbourne. Now you're settling in. Melbourne's not too bad. We always thought it's going to be too busy, city, but- eh? You I can thought get the same to too. I've yeah. been out on the west side and when we moved down here uh, from Newcastle yep. and I was like, everyone was like, oh, you know, west side, don't move to the west side. But I found the west side's just, you know, because yeah. it's all revolving now. So west side's, I, I love the west side and it's only 10 minutes out of the city. It's perfect, isn't and it? And the yeah. city, when you're on the west side or you're on uh, 
somewhere where it's nice and a little bit calmer, you don't mind every no. now and again going to the city. I don't That's go. Right. I don't get in the city as much as I thought I would have. No. I thought I'd be there all the time because yeah. I love the hustle bustle, but. Me get, getting older, 48 years of age now, <laughs> on the west side, and it's a lot quieter yeah. in regards to where I live. And I'm thinking, I don't even have to go in the city. No. Nah, if I go out for dinner or something like that, we'll go to a nice restaurant that we've got friends and family who own it. But it's like, why do I have to go I'm in there? Like, find it a park. 100%. That's it. Oh, man. But it's a beautiful city when you get in there. Yeah. And it's like the culture. When people visit. It's so sick. Like, it hey, is. there's this walk along here. Here's and the there's footy, always sports. The always yeah, sports. You know, if you haven't park. got. AFL or league, then you got the cricket, or you got the tennis, or you got F one. It doesn't NBL's really matter. Take, like the Melbourne United, N- they get NBL. a great crowd down there. Yeah. It's pretty sick. Yeah, yeah. I, think I'm, I might be going there Saturday. Actually, watching yeah, reckon, the, um, yeah. South. What's it? South Bank, Southeast Phoenix, Melbourne. or something? Yeah, no, Southeast, Southeast Melbourne. Melbourne. Yeah, that's right. Creek Dog. I've seen that, and I got Melbourne. I got a weekend off, so I might go down and have yeah. a bit of a look at those. But so two thousand and two thousand one, obviously uh, in Genie. Yeah, and then you, after the season, you sign a two year deal with the North Melbourne and. Voila, here you are. Yes. What's what's that transit? Obviously, because it's been a bit of a struggle with the North Melbourne in in regards to their situation. Obviously, coming was it last this it year? Came last year. I don't want to bring it up. Sorry, brother. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but what what has this year been like? The actual you got here in um, North Melbourne twenty twenty one. You gone through the two seasons. What what's that experience? Obviously, with North Melbourne, showing you as a person. Obviously, a lot of adversity has gone through through that stage. Is when you got the AFL team and they're not going as well as hoped. Yes. Um, what what does that sort of showing you as the person, individual person? But you know, thinking, wow, I've come to a team that's not that good. What's what's that experience been like? Too. Well, I knew it was going to be challenging, but I would be lying if I didn't. Think that, or I think anyone thought we would be better than what we were, yeah. um, and unfortunately, a lot of people have paid the price for us not being, um, not being as competitive as we ideally wanted to be. So, a lot of people that I moved down here for, Nobs and, and Heath Uni, who was one of our assistants, um, no longer at the club, but to understand it's a business, and so we, when we don't perform, blokes, uh, yeah, blokes unfortunately have lost their jobs, and there's been more as as, as the years gone on. Um, it's been, yeah, it's been confronting it's been being in melbourne again being on the coast we we were we we weren't obviously a final side but we were competitive there were games that we had blowouts but it's sort of sheltered up there and that it's not a huge following in in queensland as you know in the afl it's all when you come down into melbourne and although we're a small club in comparison to some of the the melbourne clubs here it's still like everyone in melbourne lives and breathes it our members live and breathe it our the community AFL community sponsors like this is it so when you're not performing and when the team's not performing then you you know about it you read about it you see it like and it's and that's as as you know and as everyone knows that the environment is more toxic than ever in terms of social media and scrutiny and the the mental health of any any favors oh no no whatever's gonna get a read so it's like I wanted to come to, after being in New Mexico and playing in front of big crowds and That's being right. in that city, That's right. like going to Adelaide as well, being in front of big crowds, being yeah. in the heat of battle. Like yep. I was like, I love my time on the coast, but I wanted to like be in the thick of it. Like, yeah, yeah. So I like, although the results weren't great, like I enjoyed like the pressure, I suppose, yeah. and yep. playing in front of, like we didn't get massive crowds, of course, yeah, yeah. but we had bigger crowds and oh, we'll get more. Yeah, you were yelling out, yeah. Here we are. Yeah, you did get so it was challenging and confronting, but I was really rewarding too because I knew that my time in North was going to be to help the young guys, yep. 
um, play and help them, give them a chop out on the ground and then sort of, I guess, hand the torch on in as, as it goes on. So working with guys really motivated. I had some really young, awesome young guys on the Gold Coast that really sort of ignited my passion for yeah, development. Lit the fire. Yeah, lit right. the fire for help like Rowley and Noah and um, but like all these kids, Sammy Flanders, all these kids that were just like really high draft picks. So I thought they could just come in and be arrogant as whatever they wanted, but they were hungry to learn and be better. So yeah, wow. when I got to North, I was thinking I was going to have the same sort of players, which I have at times. So yeah. it's been cool to help those guys. Um, although we didn't get a lot of success on field, I think some guys really improved, especially in our midfield group with Luke Davies, Uniac and Jai and um, Charlie Lazaro. Will Phil missed a lot of the year. Tommy Powell, like these guys are, although team results not great, I reckon those yeah. guys got better and as they all get better, it will help hopefully the group out. Team, it's, yeah. That's right. So I enjoyed from that aspect helping those guys yeah. out. Um, but it would have been good to what do, what do you, what do you of footy. And your experience over the two years of – the the crowds like the difference in the crowds yeah have you ever seen more fanatical uh, fans than AFL fans? God, you've been in the pit, mate, mate. The I pit's tell pretty wild. It it gets crazy. It does get crazy I've, I've, in the pit. Like you, I've been to NRL games. I've been to AF um, basketball games, mm. obviously, and it's like it's you know an exciting crowd. It's a raucous crowd, and the energy's there. That is all there with the AFL, but. Yes. I don't know what it is. It's just a fanatical crowd. It's like a do or die crowd. Yeah. And I've only been here a year and a half, two years. But the when you've got when you're sitting when you're sitting in the chairs and you got starting from the grandmother. Oh, that's what the that's mother, the, the father, the kids, the little toddler, all sing, singing out, swearing at the players yeah. <laughs> and the umpires ripping into the umpires. It's, oh. Everyone, even, and you can see the expression on their face, but when you're sitting in the crowd, that's why we go along each Saturday, even if we don't go for a side, we just go for the crowd experience. And it's it's something that I haven't I haven't uh, dealt with no. a lot of I love the, co- career, the collective but- roar about AFL, like the collective, like when one thing happens, the whole crowd, like if, if they kick a goal, if holding the ball, the whole crowd at the yeah. same time goes, oh, oh. Or when someone I didn't takes even a get hanger, what that was. Like, yeah, yeah. Was I was like, everyone yells it every five seconds. That's <laughs> why. But like, I just love the collective roar. When something happens on ground, everyone at the same time is yelling sort of yeah. the same thing. I reckon that's Yeah, that's it's, it's cool. weird because, yeah, yeah. They, they all sing out. Even even it's both both sides and they're, yeah. they're ball <laughs> balls yeah, that yeah. Guy. and you're like wow there's, yeah. and it's when you're in that sort of coliseum type setup yeah. with the um well, you're under Marvel, the roof of Marvel yeah under the roof you know it's just you know the lights are flashing but the crowd is going crazy and there's been some crazy close games this year yeah it's uh. Yeah, it's a, it's a real. I love light. how we've got you hooked on the AFL. Oh, brother, I, Look, I, yeah, I can tell you, eyes I are light. Uh, yeah, I, I get into it even when I'm sitting there now watching TV in the lounge room. Like I'll go from NRL and I'll be getting bored, and I'll turn the AFL and I'll just stick to the AFL. Yeah. And even Rob and I, because we've grown up in Queensland and New South Wales, we'll have a, we'll be watching an AFL game, and all of a sudden, you know, it's third quarter. Rob will text me, go, "You watching this game?" <laughs> and I'm like. All of a sudden, you're dissecting it. it. You're like, oh, how's this bloke? He's and before, this, I would have yeah. said, what game are you watching? Yeah. But now, like, because we're just like, we're growing into fanatics, so just going, man, what a close game it is. Yeah. Because that fast game, and as uh, Campbell Brown uh, said on the podcast earlier on, uh, it was, it's a running man's game. So the ball never stops. Nah, and it's doesn't. like, one minute you can they can shoot for a goal, get yep. a goal, and be two points or even six points in the lead, and you're like, yes, and there's still only a minute and a half to go. Within 
you know, four seconds, it seems the ball goes from that end straight oh, to that end. That'd be Collingwood. If you watched Collingwood this year, oh, that this year, bloody every they're, other week. they're coming back from behind. Mm, those, are what, those are what, those are what, those are what drives the whole, uh, the whole sort of, uh, fanatics. Yeah. And it's like, it's an, I will admit it's a very exciting game yeah. when you when you get in there. And I do get a bit excited, especially when I'm in the crowd. One, because I'm having a few beers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And two, I'm swearing at Huey Greenwood. <laughs> and then I'm, I'm watching the crowd and, and just experiencing that Soaking whole crowd. Atmosphere. Yeah. It's a, uh, and that's, yeah, from your point of view, when you say come from Adelaide, come from the Suns, and then you come into Melbourne where it's like the mecca of yeah. crazy fans and yeah. passionate fans. Uh, and these, these guys are like, when they're, Kids born, it's like they put the jumper they on them. The, yeah, they've got the that's the hat yeah, and the little going jumper, home outfits. Yeah, their scarf going home from the, the hospital. Grandpa's, here. Here's your first gift. Here's a footy. You oh, have to be this. You have your to be this club. Mug when you yeah. get AD, you <laughs> yeah. got a coffee mug. It's that fanatical, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and po- then, your kids come home. They've already got posters of whatever club on the wall. Like this is. Yeah. And then you then you start born to realize. Into it. You actually yeah, are born you're born into it. Yeah, hundred percent. And and you get to that stage where you go, no wonder, no wonder it's a massive business. Oh yeah. With AFL, not only you get a hundred thousand to a grand final, or even just a, an odd game, you sometimes get fifty five thousand to just a, a a normal game. Yeah, yeah. Where a, NRL, yeah, you know, they, for a normal game, they might get seventeen thousand, eighteen thousand. Yeah. You think, wow, seventeen or eighteen thousand. Even even take it to twenty thousand. These guys are getting forty five, fifty thousand. Yeah. How yeah. much of a step up? And then yeah. you think of the dollar signs of that. Yeah, just counting them Merchandise. Over. Yeah. It's like, wow, yeah. that's that's massive. It's a big game. That's it is, it is, isn't it? Yeah. So when you obviously you're with North for another one or two years. Yeah. Um what's the what's the end result when you finish up your um career? Mm. Is there things that you're thinking about doing outside of outside of the AFL? Yeah, well, briefly to what we sort of touched on earlier and that it's like my passions for development and coaching and touching on, I feel like while I'm only 30, I've been through a lot of life experiences and yeah, so I feel correct. like I've got a lot to give from performance, whether it be basketball or footy, but I feel like where I can help people and help athletes coming through is life experience yeah, yeah, as definitely. well, potentially even more value, like valuable, like moving away from home when I was 15, like yeah. I was, I moved to Canberra when I was 15, so yeah, I'm moving yeah, away yeah. from home, I've yeah. dealt with, Such a young with um, um, tr- like traveling, I've dealt with injuries, I've dealt with adversity in terms of, you know, losing yeah. loved ones, home, like all these sorts of things on yeah. top of playing high level sport, playing for the boomers, playing college, yeah, playing yeah. AFL, like I feel like I can like, touch on all different experiences to help. Yeah kids or players grow so my passion's always been for coaching it was always going to be back in the states um but as time goes on i've learned of as the longer i'm away from basketball the harder it is to to get back into basketball so it might be footy but so i'm trying to do some things it's sort of that stage in the career where it's like all right i gotta start start thinking about it forever so it's like all right i'm gonna go do some i did some footy coaching last year down at wesley and really really enjoyed that um might do some dip into some basketball coaching just to get the feet wet again and sort of update the resume i suppose final go to apply for anywhere it's like oh what's your when was the last time new things for you as well yeah that's right how much is the game involved like evolved Change, since yeah, I like yeah. so I'll hopefully start doing a little bit of stuff around yeah. um, Melbourne in terms of some basketball coaching and networking um, I've always been interested in property um, yeah. I've got a, like got a house in Adelaide and just bought this house here in Melbourne but yeah. I've 
got two kids under two and a half oh, and one yeah. and a half. So whatever time I get away from the yeah, footy yeah. club, they're taking up ninety percent of it. So yeah. just trying to balance trying to balance life. it all up, mate. You know what it's like. Yeah, it's you can't be everywhere at, at once. So that's why I don't answer text messages yeah, that's anymore. Good. Yeah, yeah, that's the way to I've do it. I've taken your leaf. No, we yeah. No, well, that's yeah. And what's so coming coming through the ranks? What's uh, if you know young guys, young girls, basketball or football? Uh, what what would your advice be in regards to that you've received, but you would pass on, or vice versa if you just received it? Or uh, what would your advice be to these young ones? I've always said to just to touch on just maximizing opportunities when you've got it, like not taking them for granted. Like if you've got an opportunity, just maximize the time. And to touch on mum's life quote was to to make every second count. So yeah. when I've given a task or when I've got something to do, when, it, when it's sports related, it's like, all right, I'm going to make sure that I get the best out of it. And yeah. that period in those four years in the States where I didn't maximize that time will yeah. forever be, um, be hard, like a bit of pill to swallow. So from, from before, before that, I was really good. Obviously, it got me to a really good position. Yeah, yeah definitely. Pre and then post, then life in footy now, like whenever I've got a training or a game, like just to absolute maximize that time. What, yep. what can I do just to get a little bit, just milk a little bit extra out of whatever yep. I'm doing? It's not, I've always, it's quality over quantity yeah, as well. You see yep. the classic cases in basketball, it was like, oh, you'd see a guy get there an hour early, but he'd be fluffing around and just putting up a couple of shots yeah. and- the, and you wouldn't be you not wouldn't like, be maximizing like, or you like can the get there Kobe half an hour for yeah five hours before it, yeah so but blah, 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 yeah blah. but if you get there half an hour before and you've got a if you've got specifically what you, you want to do and you go at exactly, game intensity yeah. it's like that's way more valuable than like yeah. and or people that stick around after training at footy and they have sh- shots of like oh he was out an hour after training look how committed he is but he's just having check shots from the boundary like yeah, he's just yeah. fluffing around having fucking yeah, snaps yeah. from the just boundary just wasting like, time, really. wasting he's not gonna do it on game day whereas here's this guy that stuck around did 15 20 minutes of fucking so I would do ground balls, yep. tackling. Yep. I'll do some body work stuff. Yep. Crisp, and I'm out, and I'm refreshed because, as yep. like as we touched on the sure, the sure. pressures sure. and the sure. mental sure. stuff of footy these days, oh, you yeah. can't escape it. So you've got to no. find avenues to escape it. So get your work done and get out of there and yeah, get a break. So that's what yeah. I've sort of touched on later in have that, my have career. Have that line where it's in a business, and then you got a pleasure yeah. to revive yourself and motivate yep. yourself. Yeah, yep. good, good point, good mm. point. And what? Uh, at the end of the day, you've gone through all of your experiences. Mm. You've lived lived a great life, and you've gone through adversity, success, failures, all the rest of it. But when you get to the point right now, what would be Hugh Graham, Greenwood's rich life, so to speak? Jeez, oh, that's a tough. What's one. what's the the one thing that really, when when I talk about rich life, it's just really what makes you happy in your heart, right at present. Everything you've gone through. Um, you know, just I feel like I pride myself on just resilience, like as changing codes a couple of times, yeah, losing loved ones, moving around the world, doing all this sort of stuff. Like I've always been able, able to hang my hand hat on resilience. Um, mum always prided herself on, and what she loved about me was just compassion, just being compassionate for others. And so, like being able to connect with mates. Um, do stuff for family, yeah. help others, yeah, yeah. Um, and spend time with kids. Like that's just I'm pretty content with where I am now. Haven't been through all that sort of stuff to be in a yeah. position where I can. I feel like I've earned respect from peers and mates, and that just from I'm not perfect by any means, no, but no, like no. if like I've yeah, always been, always feel like I've always been nice. I've yeah. always been nice to people. Yeah. Um, I've always like 
tried my best to give time when when I can and um, the rich life for me is just helping others and live like being there for my kids like yeah. I, I'm the whole whole world changes when you got kids as you oh, know so yeah. to the, the life that my parents gave me was unbelievable so I'm trying yep. to replicate the same thing yeah. trying to get the most out of myself yep. that's always been me get the most out of my career but also make sure that I'm spending as much time with the kids and spending yeah. time with with them and beautiful loving life going for surf you been for a surf lately no I haven't I'm trying to go down to uh, Geelong I've got Kyle oh, no, next week so I'm trying to whether I go down the surf at, at um, Winky Pops or, yeah. or Bells and I surfed Bells while the Rip Curl Pro was on at Winky Pops and with all the crew there so that, that was fun because I first got out for a surf yeah but it, um, there's urban surf over near Tullamarine. That's, man, that's that. why. That was another reason I moved out there. Yeah. So I'm in there today, actually. Are you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. beautiful. Yeah, beautiful I'm, having to surf there. So that's not too bad. I don't mind. It's not the ocean. That's but, not the same. But it still sort of covers that void, I suppose. For me, it's only five minutes away. Oh, that's easy. Convenience then. That's thing easy. for me. And I've sort of... Whenever I get a chance to surf, I'll go and surf. But yes. um, yeah, golf, I've... Golf yeah, is really cool. my passion right at this minute. Just love watching golf, love playing it. N- you know, not going any good at it. The more I play, <laughs> the more I play seems like the worse yeah, I get. Yeah, but, it's um, a bit like that. Yeah, but uh, but no, I just no, want to. Uh, after all these uh, all these years of knowing you personally, mate, I just want to thank you for uh, coming on the Rich Life Projects, mate. And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, the viewers and they can see some insights on uh, you know a professional athlete like you are and a good dude. And just uh, appreciate your Many time, time mate. You've always been in my corner, mate. So yeah, I appreciate yeah, it. We've always we've other than our connection in Mexico, but wherever we've been, yeah. you've always checked in, yeah, mate. Yeah, so 100%. I really appreciate that. No, appreciate good it, man. brother, Richie. Cheers, mate.